Singles Only Podcasters. Paul Farvar here, your host for the evening. This episode features the return of my friend, comedian Rob Little from episode 250. Fun episode, surprising information in this one. If uh, you haven't subscribed, hey, go do that right now. I'll wait. It takes a second. Review us, please, before the end of the year. Take a chance. Review. Take a just a second of your smidge of your time and uh, give us a review. Really appreciate it. Um, share it if you like this. Tell us. Email me, pfarvar at gmail.com. I've got upcoming dates, so hopefully I'll see you on the road. Um, December 8th, Wednesday, I'm headlining the new Hasa Comedy in Plano, Texas, and then I'll be there for the weekend from the 9th through the 12th with my friend Steve Simone. Check it out. I will be Back in Chicago, uh, December 13th, 14th, opening for my friend Chris Franjola at Zany's, headlining Verified Laughs at the Laugh Factory the next day on the 15th, and then my show, Drink Date Laugh, the longest-running produced show, outside produced show at the Laugh Factory, will be December 17th. I will be there. Hopefully, you will be there as well. I'm excited. I am hosting the show for the first time in a long time, and um, then I return to Florida, Laughing uh, Comedy Cafe, December 23rd and 24th in Fort Myers. Hopefully, I'll see you there. Paul F. Comedy of my dates. If you want to see where I'm in your city, please tell your friends if I'm in their cities. And uh, yeah, this is what a what a great uh, couple months, man. I'm, I'm so excited and thankful. Uh, got to sell out Home Club Zanies in Old Town, Chicago. Uh Got to headline some more shows on the road um, all over and um, just touring again. It's so fun and uh, cool stuff coming up, too, that uh, I'm excited to talk about soon involving singles only indirectly. So um, that's it for now. Check out our sponsors, okay? I want to introduce you to a new sponsor, Smartass and Sass. They are the perfect subscription box for mouthy motherfuckers like you. Smartass and Sass sprinkles sarcasm and cuss words into every box. Is profanity not the spice of life? I think it is. This box is not for those with the weak sense of humor or easily offended and will definitely remind you that no matter what life throws at you, it's best to keep laughing. Smartass and Sass items are curated and personally tested by the SNS team, which is basically a group of really mouthy motherfuckers who want to get you a good laugh in your day. SNS partners with some of the best small businesses to bring you trendy and snarky items each month. Each subscription box has a designer shirt picked by the SNS team and about seven to nine unique SNS items. This is valued at $90, but the big box, when you subscribe, is $49.95. But if you use the singles code, all capital letters, singles, you get 10% off your first subscription. Subscribe at www.smartassandsass.com. This is perfect for all of you singles-only listeners. I can think of about 20 of you that reach out to me on the reg who I know, based on your online personality, this would be perfect for you. You know who you are. Subscribe at www.smartassandsass.com. Use singles for 10% off your first subscription. You're welcome. Hey, gang. If you know me, you know I'm a caffeine junkie. I have pop, soda, 
Diet Coke energy drinks with every meal. Had it since I was a kid. Can't drink plain water. Just not a fan. Um, I'd rather give up a side dish like fries at a meal than give up my pop because I need my energy. I need my caffeine. Focus sparkling water is sparkling water with a spark. Focus is a delicious, health-conscious, thoughtfully caffeinated sparkling water. Yes, caffeinated water. Infused with a boost of natural tea caffeine and the balance of L-theanine, you'll get the clean energy you want without the sugar, calories, or crash. It has 75 milligrams of caffeine, zero calories, zero sugar, zero sweeteners, and it's non-GMO. So ditch your sugary sodas or energy drinks that are overloaded with sugar and ingredients that you don't know what they are or how to even pronounce Focus, sparkling water, national caffeine derived from tea gives you the same boost as an eight ounce cup of coffee in a refreshing, thirst quenching form. Your body needs water doesn't mean that it has to be boring. Um, So check it out. They've got a wide range of flavors, including blood orange, mixed berry, cherry cola, crisp apple, root beer, grapefruit, yuzu and lime, cucumber, and my favorite, peach. You can find it online at drinkfocus.com. That's focus with a P-H-O-C-U-S.com. Located in 4,000 grocery stores, including Publix, Kroger's, and Giant Martins. Also available at Meyer, and they will soon be in the Marianos in Chicago as soon as January, I believe. So check it out. Drink Focus. You're welcome. <laughs> It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. We're doing an episode on the road with returning guests from episode 250, comedian Rob Little. Rob. What up? How are you, buddy? <laughs> Am I a little loud again? No, you're good. We're good. What, what episode are we on now? Uh, I think this will be like 290-something. I don't wow. know where we're at. Yeah, it's Didn't been a while. It take many to bring um, me back. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, but a lot has changed since we've last spoken. <laughs> a little bit. We were yeah. in COVID times back then. I we think were. Both of us had recently had our COVID experiences. I know I think that's I, what happened. Mine wasn't bad at all. No, mine was easy. No, it was easy. During COVID, though, I met a lady. Yeah, that's what we're gonna say. You're the first question I ask is, "Are you single?" And I would say no. Yeah, I am not single. When anymore. you were on last time, you're like, "Nah, I don't think it's for me. Uh, I'm too <laughs> selfish to be to be a pops, and uh, I don't want to." All these things you said. How people, do you remember all? Well, that? I looked at my notes right before. <laughs> <laughs> I was so impressed. I'm like, he even said I was a lawyer at some point. Yeah, he said all these things. And uh, yeah, you you said, "Uh," you know, and I was like, wow, this is going to be my future. I'm in for this. I love this shit. (laughs) And then uh, next time I saw you on the road, you're like, yeah, I guess what, man? I met someone. I'm like, what? Dude, she showed up the day I got COVID. Really? Yeah. And she was a girl I met on a cruise. And we, I wasn't sure, like, I got COVID and she just showed up. She's she was moving to Florida from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and I was, I she she said I'll hang out and help you with your house renovations. Right, that's right. what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. And she was really good at a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, this is just free labor now. Is this dating or free labor? <laughs> right, right. 
and you're like, maybe there are some advantages to this this whole uh, dating thing yeah. or serious thing or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it was nice. It was nice having her around. Yeah. And we get along so good. Yeah. I mean, it's weird to say it's dating. It feels like you're it's your best pal. And yeah. You just... I've seen you guys together. You guys seem like a, a, a legit quality couple. We're quality. <laughs> well, it's fun because on stage sometimes you'll say, you know, I'm a single guy, but you you look like you you don't feel like I'm uh, struggling. Yeah, it, I don't. Like, I notice that. On stage. I don't know what to say. Cause right, it's a weird place. It's like it's basically saying like, oh, I got a, my nephew's ten years old, but he's just turned twenty. <laughs> Exactly. I have a joke about my nephew. He's 12. He was in the audience once. He's like, I'm 16. I'm like, listen, motherfucker. This is how comedy works. Yeah. Yeah. This is how comedy works. I don't rewrite the joke (laughs) for 10 years. So I don't know, man. It's weird for me. I haven't been in one in a long time. Yeah. When was the last time you were in a relationship? I guess when I was living in New York City, I was dating a girl there okay. too. That was a few years ago. But okay. there's it, it another one of those. They just they're kind of fly by nights almost. You mm-hmm. know, you're with them for a few months, and then your life changes, and you have to move on. Well, it's hard too because, like we've said before, it's people. You have to have a certain sort of personality to put up with a, a, a traveling, working, successful comedian like you. So true, dude. Yeah, like how. How do you how do you think you're going to make this how is this going to be different cuz you're still you're working more than you did before covid I, I think and shit it's, it wasn't putting stress on us until recently right. because we're going like we've gone like almost 2 months without seeing each other mm-hmm. and it's it's tough for me for me it's not tough I'm used to it right we're like you know you try to it's weird I do this little thing when I know it's going to be the last time I'm going to see him for a while mm mm-hmm. mhm I make it seem like it's no big deal. Yeah, so it doesn't seem uh, so. There's no like a weird goodbye or anything. right. Mm-hmm. And you know, in my head, I'm going, "Oh, this is gonna be tough," you know. But uh, what do you <laughs> what are you gonna do? I to me, it isn't really that big of a deal. I gotta go work. Yeah. So don't ask me to stop doing this. <laughs> but that's not unless she has or other people have dated a comedian. That's not how normal people work. Right. right. This you go to work, maybe you go away for a, a couple of days at maybe like if you're you right. know, a special convention, but otherwise you're seeing people every day. You're on the road and sometimes what you were just on a cruise cruise thing for like three a weeks. Month. A month, yeah. Yep. Four weeks. <laughs> Lights went out <laughs> again. To, to us again. We're in a we're in a uh It's more of like a ghost show all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a uh, room where the Motion detector doesn't believe we're here. Hold on. I'm going to keep it going. Go it's ahead. fine. What were you we're saying? We're fine. Yeah. So she, we went, I was gone for a month and thank God I had internet because otherwise when you don't have it, you know, that's when it really is tough on the road. Cause we were still being the able porn, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, I got an external hard drive for all that, right. but, um, no, you know, she, you know, Facebook Messenger, whatever. We, it was tough, and I'd get to ports, and we were porting in Bar- Bar- Bermuda, and there was no cell service there, mm-hmm. and so it was like really tough. But and then I didn't see her even for like almost another couple of weeks once I got back to land. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, it's a tough life being a comic. It, these girls think they can put up with it, and then all of a sudden they start getting. They see other people writing on your pages. Oh yeah, like who the fuck is that? Yeah. yeah, why is that? Why is she saying that? Right. 
I don't know. You know what I'm mostly doing. I usually go right back to my room when right. after a show or, you know. Yeah. But people will be like, oh, it was fun partying with you last night. I'm like, partying? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm 48 now. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Do you think that it's something that, uh, do you feel like guilty when you come back or you have to leave? Or do you ha- you just kind of like, you, ex- you kind of like, ah, I'm way past that. Right. I mean, maybe at the be- not even at the beginning. At the beginning, I was way more like, I don't give two shits about what you mm-hmm. think. I'm going off to do my job. But, right. But now I'm more like, yeah, it's going to suck, babe. But you know, I'll have be back. Like, it ain't yeah. like I'm not coming back. Right. So, hmm. yeah. It's going to be interesting. I don't know. Do you think, um, <clears throat> do you, what do you, what are you going to miss most about? Not being single, I guess, other than... <laughs> yeah, because this is a single show. Right. What am I going to miss? Uh, uh, <laughs> I Without getting in it. trouble. <laughs> I almost... Strange? No. I, variety? Variety, yeah. Um, I don't know. I like being alone a lot yeah. of times. You know, we're comics. We're surrounded by people constantly, and it's weird how much we prefer being alone. Yeah. I think that I was with someone recently where they're like, they just wanted to go outside and just be alone. I was like, oh, okay, cool. They're like I never get to do this. I'm like, I get to do this all the time. Yeah. And you know, you forget that, you know, especially I, I tend to date women who have kids and they, all they want is quiet. Yeah. peace. And I'm like, I get that all the time and Isn't, I love it. That is funny about our age where we're at now. It's like, yeah. it, it almost always is a girl with kids, right? Like the girl I'm with now, it's got three. But they're all older, older and grown. Yeah. Right. But still, I mean, she just she just had one of them move in with her. Wow. And it's we had a funny, not a funny. We had a weird incident just the other night, actually. With the with the kid. Yeah. Yeah. What we, happened? We were trying to have relations. Uh huh. And apparent we were being, I thought, the quietest that we've ever been. Right. But her 20-year-old daughter just yelled from the other room, Shut up. Enough! I have to work in the morning. <laughs> That's awesome. And we felt horrible and, you know, like, also pissed. Cause yeah. It's her place. Right. You know? Now we got to pretend like we're kids. Kids, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Do you have situations where, do you get along with the kids? Are you meeting the kids? And uh, I did. This okay. one is now acting weird. Okay. Well, because now you yeah, haven't. she's heard me. She's heard your noises. <laughs> That's like an intimate thing that you probably don't want to hear. And I, we didn't about. want her to hear. That's why right. we were being as quiet as we could. Yeah. But were you were you like making my, like animal noises? What are you into? Was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get on this, you're gonna be making some noises. <laughs> furries? You guys are into some weird yeah. furry shit. We're into. Uh, I did see she had a lot of lion stuff going on. No. <laughs> Uh, we, we, I thought we were. Be, I mean, I seriously thought we were being totally quiet enough, but uh, whatever. Do you think? Um, what are the What are the things you think you you've learned now since you've been in a relationship? You're like, oh, is there something you're like fuck? I should have done this earlier. Or you're kind of like, yeah, that's, I'm ready. I'm making movements. So this thing doesn't kill us. Our our thing goes. The motion sensor seems to go off every few minutes. So I'm um, making movements. I'm not sure what the question was. Is there? Say it again. Oh shit! I don't know if I can. <laughs> Something about like, like, do you think that you you did you have a situation where you're like, I should have done this earlier? Or you're like, yeah, you know, I, I feel better now that I waited to like be in a in a relationship. 
or is it is this the timing is perfect for you it's neither here nor yeah, there yeah. it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> doesn't matter okay. i i i don't know i feel like this one's great and if it gets better great if it doesn't i mean i hope it does well the pros i think are <laughs> i called it the pros are you don't have to deal with you know uh just crazy situations where you drama right because you you don't have to deal with that anymore whoops yeah the drama is there's what am i talking about there's drama with this well i mean the drama of a kid hearing you have sex is not the same as <laughs> someone keying your car there you go bro just leave it like this oh, yeah. right, <laughs> we do it by candlelight we're doing it we're doing a podcast <laughs> it's so romantic rob you've changed <laughs> but i mean do you see what i mean like you don't have to worry about like just like the isn't there times where you're just like ugh, like at least for me and i talk about it on stage where i'm just like i'm of i'm older now too so it's like i don't i don't have to chase i don't have to get laid every night sometimes i'm just like you know i'm fucking i'd rather just get food 90 percent <laughs> of the time after a show yeah and i don't I'd rather... need to get fucked up anymore i mean i was in fraternity too like i i drank so much in my 20s and 30s and i'm just like i don't i don't need this right uh, plus, I sometimes I'd just rather be by myself and yeah. tear one off. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's there's so much more to that. But then sometimes you like you. I've had situations where, and I and I've talked about it on stage where, you know, you made a bad decision with a woman, and now you're getting a cute. Like I got, uh, I had a, a herpes scare, and I had to fucking go get tested while I'm on the road to prove that I didn't. Ha- it's like almost like a paternity test. I'm like, yeah. it's not my, it's not me. So. Right. But like that shit, that's got to be like the pros that you'll. All right, well, you don't have to deal with that anymore. Theoretically, I, I never thought of that either. <laughs> to be honest, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Have you had situations where like crazy shit has happened in a city where you're like, oh man, I can't, I can't go back to Arkansas for a while. Um, crazy things with with girls. Yeah, yeah, there was. A, I had a stalker once. Yeah, did I tell you that? I don't before? know which one was. Where was it in? Oklahoma? Which one was it in <laughs> Oklahoma? No, it was. Uh, um, I don't think you told us about that. Iowa. Iowa, okay. Yeah. She was coming to like every, with within an eight-hour radius, she would drive to whatever place I was playing, and she would show up and wait till everybody was gone and then come up and just beg me to have, she wanted to have my babies and oh, like God. all this crazy talk. And I was just like, at first I was just like, ah, come on, you're just, ah, whatever, you know? I was blowing it off, right. but then it started getting more and more, right. and I was just like, whoa, this is... You have you do have a loyal fan base. I will say that I and there are a lot of women at your shows. Yeah. Do you have that situation where you have to like draw the line with people where you're like, listen, I, I you're my fan. I don't want to lose you as a. It's almost like I don't want to lose you yep. as a friend. Yeah. But you know, if you do something, you will lose them as a fan, right? Or have you hooked up with a fan before? Yes, and yes, okay. and okay. yes. All right. <laughs> and how? And has it ended poorly, or was it okay? Yes, and yes. Okay, let's talk about that. Which one? The poor. The, the you hooking up with a fan? What? How did that? What happened? Um, Without getting into details. <laughs> basically, they think that you're theirs. Yeah. When and, you come to their city, or, yep. or even on the road. Both. I mean, yeah. they, they then they start stalking your page. Who's this person? Who's that? And I'm like, I we're not even. Yeah, we're not even going out. What are you talking yeah. about? And then, oh, I've been writing your mother. What? <laughs> then I got to call my serious? mom and go, Mom, what the hell are you doing? My mom adds anybody and everybody. She doesn't care. Oh, no. She loves being friends with everybody. And she, 
I'm telling you, you will randomly go to a person's page you're friends with, and my mom has already commented on their picture. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what me? she does every morning. Just oh, gets up, no. goes through the thing. And Even if she doesn't, she's never met this person? She tons comment. of them. My mom is the friendly neighborhood dog. Like, she... What if they, like, get, say, hey, can you send me pictures of Rob when he was a kid? She, she'll be like, they won't yeah. have to. My mom will already have folders of me already up. <laughs> she'll be like, I just sent you a, a Dropbox. Yes. That's not good. You got good. a zip file to you your You need to email. talk to your mom. I have several times. And? And she just, oh, she'll forget. delete them once I tell them to. Okay. Tell her to. The but, comments. Um, my mom's such, she's so awesome. But she just... Uh, she just thinks everybody's good mm-hmm. and she wants everybody to be good, especially when it comes to me and my job and she's very proud of it. And she, you know, she's like a big deal in our town. Right. Because of that. Everybody's like, what's Robbie doing? You know? Right. And, right. And so it makes her like the local celebrity. Cause we are tiny towns, only right. like 1200 people. And so they support there, but they're so proud of you and yeah. All you've accomplished. Very what's supportive. that like? What's that like to have supportive <laughs> supportive parents yeah her mom yeah, yeah um actually it's funny you brought that up because my dad just recently came back into my life oh really i hadn't talked to him in about 25 years what and he had two heart attacks and all of a sudden decided i better talk to my kids yeah and i'm gonna be honest he was already gone to me right um and i'd given him several chances and my mom's always like you gotta give him more chances i'm like yeah he's an asshole there's no reason well, I gave when did they separate your parents? It started when I was in seventh grade. Okay, and it finished when I was twenty-one. Oh, okay, so that's a long a fucking hellacious time. Hellacious time. Holy shit! Okay. Horrible, horrible era of my life. Um, and he just he came back in and he showed up to a show. I'd even recognize him. He was wearing a face mask, but he took it off, and it still took me a minute to go. Holy shit! Oh, this during COVID wearing yeah. masks. Gotcha. Okay. And he, and then like a month later, I was performing in his town at our county fair. It's actually where my mom lives too. And there's posters up. There's a billboard up. My town's like one little tiny town. Mm-hmm. It's, you go in the grocery store, there was a poster of me playing the county yeah, yeah. fair. Excuse me. He calls me up and goes, how come you didn't tell me you're playing the county fair? This was after I already right. did it. And I said, how did you not know? Right, right, right. And he goes, you know what? You act like you don't even want a father-son relationship. And I go, oh, you mean like you for the last 25 years? Yeah. And he goes, you know what? You are an asshole, and you're not funny. And I goes, <laughs> on that note, you will. Wow. Is, you are considered deleted, blocked, everything from me. Please do never contact me again. Right. What about your siblings? Have they? My sister's just as bad as him. Okay. And they're like two peas in a pod. Okay. And I, I guess he's tried talking to her, but I, I don't talk to her. So right, right. Do you think that the situation with your mom and your dad is turning into a therapy session? I know, I'm sorry. No, well, that's what happens sometimes on pot. Because you guys don't understand. We're like at fucking candlelit uh, (laughs) from our phones right now in a a green room here. Um, Do you think that the fact from when you were seventh grade to 21, you know, you're dealing with your parenting, did that affect your ability to have relationships too, you think? 100% did. My mom even brings it up to this day. She's like, you She's. I think she's bummed I never have gotten married right. and had kids and stuff because she would have loved to have more grandkids. But right. um, she came right out and said it to me recently. She goes, you're, you're not getting married because you don't want to turn into your father, right? And I was like, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Because he, 
you know, he was not a good guy to our family, and he cheated on my mom with his best friend's wife. And Jesus, yeah, yeah, it was horrible. We were at their house all the time, so it was it was weird. Did you know it was happening when you were in seventh grade, or no. you found out later? We found out because my the lady wrote my dad letters, and he left them in his pocket, oh, and my fuck. mom did the wash. Yeah, so <laughs> he would be like, she found him and confronted him. Yeah, and he denied it. And I was like, dude. Hey, all you guys know that I used to be a lawyer. Still am, but, you know, kind of just in the background, if you will. But my friend, Scott Shapiro, he is a full-time lawyer. You guys maybe have injured on the job, need compensation, or you're just injured somewhere and you don't know what to do. You're entitled to way more money than you think you are sometimes. Not always, but most of the time. And my friend, Attorney Scott Shapiro, has been helping people for over 20 years in this regard. If you've been injured, give him a call. 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He's a full-service law firm. So in addition to doing workers' comp cases, PI cases, he also handles all legal needs, including entertainment law. That's right. He's an entertainment lawyer. He's worked on a lot of musicians' cases, a lot of contracts, negotiations, and reviews of contracts for your needs, whether you're a comedian, musician, all that good stuff. All his consultations are free of charge initially. So don't take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. Call him today, Tell him I sent you. You will not regret it. Did you, did when you were in high school, though, and, like, younger, did you, like, uh, have girlfriends? or Yes. Okay. Now, it's funny. There was definitely a change. There was a point where things changed. I was, um, I was with the same girl all through high school. We broke up, and then in college, I was with the same girl all the way through college. And those were, like, two girls that were tore my heart out both of them right and after that i was like i will never let a girl treat me that way again and i just put up i hate to say it but i've kind of put up this wall almost where well you were dealing with a lot of shit for someone that young i mean i had to grow up man i got jobs in seventh grade i was working in the fields around our farms yeah well i mean your brains aren't our brains aren't formed until we're like 25 that's my theory and you're you're in high school and college. You're dealing with some heavy shit with your family. You probably leaned on these girls and then they fucking broke your heart. Yeah. Well, you were actually using them as like, you know, support because guy, I mean, your guy friends, I, I don't know about you, but my guy friends, were, you don't tell Not them. At all. You don't tell them anything. Never. You're like, everything's hold it all in. Yeah. Even to this day, yeah, yeah. we still haven't talked. The one in college really crushed me. Um, and then after that, I was just, things just seem never to be the same after that again. Do you think, um, Hmm. When do you think, okay. So college, you've already four years with the same person. It was, you know what? I wasn't even with her for four years. I was with her for a year. Okay. But you were, you were mentally were, but she worked with me at my job through college. Oh God. She was the secretary of the group I was in. Oh God. And that one, real, and I mean, I went through like a bad surgery during that, and she took care of me and all this stuff. And her family was really close to me. Everything was great. I mean, it was I, I never thought about marriage more with anybody except for her. I mean, her definitely. 
did um you said but it was one year but then what was going on the rest of that time then like you were on like you guys became friends after that or she no, just broke she your heart wouldn't every even, day? and i had to see her every day at work and i would sit in my office and cry every day really Ugh. almost every day i was crying and because i'd have to see her yeah. and i was just like why it took me a long time to get over her a lot like I was doing comedy by the time I got over her finally. And the reason why I got over her is I did a show back where I'm from and she came and I looked at her and she still looked like she was stuck in the eighties. Oh no. And I was like, boom, I'm over it. Right. Like instantly. That's great. And it was awesome. But yeah, up to that point, it was tough. Yeah. And then you go to college, you're, you're in a frat, you're partying yep. ass and doing fucking whatever it takes that you're yeah. supposed to do. You know what really, it, it, and it was weird because a girl came on to me in my fraternity when I was still with that girl. Okay. And I would never even have dreamed of doing anything, but she kissed me and I was like, it, right after that I got a, like an ulcer. <laughs> like it was, it was horrible. Because of the, the, the decision you had to make between a girl kissing you or, and the relationship or yeah, what? Yeah, it was like I was stressed cheap. out. I was cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd never thought I would, and that was like my dad, and I was just like... Oh, yeah, triggered. Yeah. Fuck. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't really think about it until just now. Yeah. Hey, this, this is a therapy hey, session, hey, right? I told you. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, that's... It's it's something that... Comedians, we have a... I think I was reading a story recently. They're like, okay, your, your mom is a single mom. Like, yeah, like... So you did comedy because you had to make her happy, right? Or you had to make yeah. her smile or someone had, the, they're dealing with like a cancer or something else. That's how the people become comedians. I don't know. I've always, literally since I was five years old though, my parents were still super tight. My dad was very funny. Mm -hmm. um, everybody, like both of my parents, everybody thinks they're both funny, but my mom's funny without trying to be. And my dad was genuinely a funny dude, but. I was five years old and we went on a trip to Mackinac Island and we stayed in a dirty motel and they were watching George Carlin. Yeah. And I remember, I just remember vividly them laughing so hard and I was just like, I want to do that. Really? That's yeah. awesome. And so literally to the year I graduated high school, I said I was going to go off and be a comedian and or I'm going to go off, get my computer degree and then I'm going to be the best comedian I could be. And it's exactly right. what I did. And you talk about it on stage where you're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, you're going to come back. You're like, oh, I'm not coming back. Right. <laughs> yep. And it's, and it's true. That's kind of crazy, but yeah. yeah so man. you're a comedian in a relationship <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> it's almost tough to say it, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's, it's crazy. Cause like when we talked last time, it was like, Usually we have a voice of reason that's going to be like talking to boys off the ledge. Like, this is why you don't want to do it. But like, we were both agreeing with everything. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, we're both kind of at a place where we're like, oh, do we want to be in a relationship? And you're kind of like, yeah, I think I do. And, yeah. And uh, we'll I don't see. know. We'll see. <laughs> I feel like, well, no, I, I hope it works out because you also have been on the other side of it where you've been a road dog comedian and you, you know almost had relations with people in all the cities and stuff. Said, <laughs> said it last time, I think. Yeah, and then, and I that's, did. Yeah, and now it's like, what are you going to do now? It's like, oh. I know it. It's not easy. Yeah. What What are you, What is there to do in, uh, I don't know, what fucking Utah now? That's why I'm gaining weight like crazy. Eating after. <laughs> just, what, let's go eat. Let's yeah. just get my minds off of what I want to do. Right, right. It's a different world, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well. I don't know, man. Stepdad. 
You can. I can see stepdad Rob. Lowe. Yeah, I could be. I think I'd be an awesome dad. I'd love to be a dad. I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Like even this one, um, I even had a lesbian couple approach me and ask me to be their sur- their surrogate. Yeah, and I is that right? Surrogate, I think. Yeah, yeah. isn't or it a surrogate that carries the don- baby? No, oh, yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> the donor, donor. Yeah, and actually, the funny thing was they asked me to do it and they didn't want me to. Sh- they wanted me to join them. Oh, okay. Because it saved like ten grand, right? And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, and I said, the only way I'll do it is if you let my mom be grandma and they go, well, what would they, what would we call you? And I said, call me whatever you want to call me. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, they would, cause they said they didn't want nothing from me. They just wanted that. And they, cause they, the sperm, right. They just wanted my sperm. Yeah. And, uh, cause they were fun. They thought I was fun. And I said, well, just call me uncle Rob. And if it comes down to it one day, you could tell them the truth. And if not, I'm uncle Rob. Yeah. You know, as long as we're in their life. Yeah. And we tr- we kept like saying we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And then every time she'd be ovulating, I would I don't know if I said that right. I think that's right. Yeah, I would be out of town. Yeah. On the road. So they finally gave up and they ordered it. Oh online. no. They ordered the sperm online. What it would be funny if they ordered someone that looked like you and they're <laughs> like, "Well, we can't get Rob, so this guy." Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, they they just ordered it. They just said, I guess they got to pick qualities or whatever. Mm-hmm. But who? What, what, I mean, well, what were the qualities that they wanted right? from you? Well, they thought. They I, thought I didn't mean that. Like, what it, <laughs> no, I get like it. Like you. I mean, but like. They said it was fun and funny and yeah. like. Uh, they, hair wasn't good. important. Clearly. No, hair is definitely not important. <laughs> Body, not important. But they just wanted uh, like um, personality. Yeah. That's what they said. That's great. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I thought it was an honor to be asked, but. My mom was pretty giddy about it. She was like, yeah. And so and this never came to fruition. And they ended up getting a super cute little girl out of it. And yeah, but I think the qualities, they, when you request qualities online, how do you know that's true? Right. Well, how, yeah. Like, how do they verify it? Right. I, I think there's like. I'm fun loving. Fun loving is a weird one to say. I'm fun loving. I used to get approached to do that a lot because people thought because my genes in my family, I have smart fucking family members. My okay. brother's a neurosurgeon, PhD. My dad was a father. We have a lot of edu- like smart, book smart people. Your dad was a father. He was he was a, a doctor. <laughs> oh, Sorry, <okay>. yeah. <laughs> so it's just like all high-end stuff. And they're like, I'm like, okay, yeah, it seems like a good idea. And I, I kind of wanted to do it. And then uh, the last time someone asked me, I, it was during the pandemic, I was like, I don't know if I want to be involved with this person because I didn't know him that well. Right. But I was like, it kind of would be cool to know that there's someone out there because I don't know if I'm going to I'm going to have a kid, but I kind of want right, to. Me too. Yeah. My well, this is funny. We this we just came upon this. My nephew, my sister recently just told him who she thinks his father is because mm-hmm. he's never known. Oh, he's wow. 20 years old. And she never told him. She always kind of gave him a my sister's not a good person. And she's given him a lot of bad it was, we couldn't trust anything. Right. Well, she finally came out and said who she thinks it is. And we looked, kid rock. We looked at, I wish <laughs> we looked it up and the guy does look like him. Wow. And, uh, I mean, he, cause my nephew looks nothing like any of us. Right. There's nobody in our family. He looks like, and so this guy, I mean, there's a resemblance and, but does that guy know that he, he my does? sister said she had told him when she was pregnant. And the guy said he wanted nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. And he moved to Florida and he lives in near Tampa. Oh, wow. Um, 
Did you look him up and be like, hey, "Oh yeah, yeah." My nephew looked. Found, my nephew went and did all the searching and found everything. And he's how like old's your nephew? Twenty. Okay, yeah. And he wants to contact him. And I go, "What do you want to say?" You know. And he goes, "I want to know why he left." And I go, "Brady, he might not even know you're alive." Right. You know, you can't come at him that way. You yeah. got to be like, "Hey, calm, yeah, way more calm." And he goes, "Well, I would just want him to know what he missed out on." He, I goes, "Again, he doesn't even know. Right. He might not even know." He and wasn't he given does, an opportunity. To, yeah, like, and if he does, then maybe he doesn't. You know, he's I, grown in twenty years. You assume, right? But if you read his, uh, he wrote on his Instagram page. He says he's a uh, God fearing Catholic or something, and that he's also he's got a wife he doesn't deserve. Uh, but when a guy says that, how how yeah. guilty does he sound? Yeah. When a guy says, "Oh, my wife, I got the best wife. She's." I got a wife I don't deserve. I'm like, he's up to something. Something here. seems fishy. That's to like me. something a priest would say. <laughs> right. They molest kids. Yeah, I don't right. Know. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like this guy isn't going to be a good dude. And I don't want my nephew. I goes, just expect the worst and hope for the best. Right. buddy. That's a good thing to say. Yep. And it's, I said, don't send anything without us looking it over first. Yeah. <laughs> is what I said. Well, that's the thing about, like you said, you we're both. I like I like hanging out with kids and like talking to my ne- my nephew and my nieces. It's it's so fun. But like having a kid is another yeah. fucking level. And last time you were on, you're like, I'm too selfish to. I to still have kids. feel that way. Yeah. I, if it's a kid that's already grown or something, it's I would, different. I would Step be kid, like stepdad. Even if I found out one day that there's a kid out yeah. there. That's It'd be cool if it already happened. Be like, oh, now right. I don't have to deal with the, I wasn't around for the babies and diaper <laughs> right. part. I'd be like, yeah, I have a kid who's like 16 or something. That'd be cool. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel bad about it. I'd be like, oh, let me get to meet him and know him. It would be cool to have uh, a kid who's in his teens. I right. Because the hard part's already over. So yeah, this, I mean, for the most part. Yeah, that guy might be cool with it. Cause the, he might know, be, but nephew. he's already got kids oh. and a wife that. He was she, he was with when he got my sister pregnant. Oh, that's different, right? Yeah. So that might. Oh, be, that's gonna put him in a bad right bind. Yeah. And I said you can't send him a letter because what if his wife right. opens it? You know. Oh, that's a fucking or Instagram. You can't even message him on Instagram. I said Facebook or Instagram, but we gotta come at it very gentle, man. I have information you might want you do no i'm saying that's what oh he's right, right 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 i thought maybe you were <laughs> no, dealt with no, us in your lawyer no. days or something <laughs> no I, like i'm just trying to word how you right come at it yeah that's a fucking hard thing to draft a hard thing to deal with too yeah oh, and I, I i told him i said dude you just gotta be careful because it Man, this guy might not want anything to do with you you know that's a thing like if that happened to one of us We'd be like, oh, cool. So where are you? Like, what do you? Th- who's your favorite comedian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to come to a show? Like, right. let's talk. Right. I would think that's how I would react. How would I you react? I think I would be like very similar. I'd be like, oh, that was your, like, who's your mom? <laughs> First, you'd be like, where? Wait, where were you? And then you like look at your calendar. You're like, I, <laughs> I was there. You're like, your birthday is January first. Okay, I was. I was in. Uh, I was in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, for in, New Year's. In New so. <laughs> it does add up. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say that first, probably. But then I'd be like, "Oh my God, let's get together." Let's, yeah, it's me. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you I would, would think. Be. Yeah, but on the other hand, I've had scares where girls were I thought were pregnant, and mm-hmm. I was just like, 
how hard do I got to punch her in the stomach? <laughs> <laughs> how have this drink fall? <laughs> Plan B type two. Why is it? Why am I so dizzy? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happens with plan B. You know what? I had to go get that plan B one time and the, and the pharmacist lady was like super bitchy to me yeah. about it. Oh yeah. Where, like, well, what city were you business. at? Just give us the were damn. Were you in Utah? Of course. No, it was, <laughs> I want to say it was New York, like, oh, like right. Rochester or oh, something. Okay. But yeah. Some of the like I, I imagine in some of those cities in like Alabama and stuff, they're like, like, can I have this Plan B? You're like, you mean you want this Gerber candy, Gerber, <laughs> Gerber baby sauce right? instead? You're like, what? No, just prenatal <laughs> vitamins. Is that what Perhaps, you meant? <laughs> like they they like oh, they sell it to you, but then you open it up, it's gone. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. we sold you the wrong one. Maybe or it's like pamphlets on Jesus. <laughs> right. Like, I yeah, that's what she was basically <laughs> doing. I don't know. I know. There's so yeah. Many. There's scares, but I think it's different when you're when you're in your 20s. At least when I had my scares for pregnancy scares, or even like early 30s, because you're like, okay, you're you're still like, what? Where's my future? But now it's like, okay, we kind of are. You know what's gonna happen? Right. Like, it's like I'm still though. Like uh, I haven't paid off my dock yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It's that selfish thing still. Yeah. You got a dock, you got a boat, you got all, there's so many things, but if they're on a dog. Yeah. But if they're already older, like if they're, you know, 18 or Rover, that'd be awesome. That would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you into? Let's go. If you're out there, if my son is out there (laughs) or Rob, if my son or daughter, if you, uh, if you're 18 or over and you may be related to Rob, Uh, Rob, is your calendar somewhere online where they can? I got my calendar. I'm very organized. No, can they go back and look and be like, you guys can look if you're whatever city is. He was very busy in in Michigan. No, now we're going to get a million (laughs) girls. If you were (laughs) thinking we got money (laughs) in 2003 to 2006, if you were in Michigan with Rob Little, (laughs) give us a call. If you, if you wouldn't have been, I was in California then and I was engaged. Oh, then. Right. that was back. Then. You were engaged. You didn't talk about that before. I didn't. No. Oh, I was with a girl before I moved to uh, California. I dated this girl for a year, and then you got engaged within a year. No, oh, okay. we were dating, and I moved to California, and I wasn't sure if we were going to stay together, and we did, and we were doing long distance. And she said, "In the second year, she goes, if we get engaged, I will move." Okay. To California, and so I planned this huge proposal and. It was awesome. It turned out couldn't have been better. And uh, she, three years later, she still didn't move. And so we started fighting all the time. Yeah. And finally, we broke up. And two months later, she got married. Ugh. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I know what's you going on You did a good job. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty solid. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Rob, we're out of time. This was a good one, though. Yeah, we, we got, got deeper. Deep. See, that's why I fucking hate Zoom. We can't get into this stuff sometimes. So I don't yeah. know. But, but also, it's I don't know. Whatever. I think we go even deeper next time. Yeah, if I, if yeah. I'm a little more ballsy. Yeah. Three. It will come out. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's <laughs> fine. Well, we only had a. We didn't have time for a deep dive. But uh, <laughs> Rob, where can people find you? Especially if you are uh, born in the years 2000. <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you? Online? Dude, now we're going to know damn well there's going to be some woman out there going, oh, he's got, he must have money. He's got a website. 
Um, <laughs> He's got a boat. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Roblittle.com, and then obviously all the all the social medias are just Rob Little. Awesome, man. Yep. Rob, seriously, thank you for doing this. A candlelight. I like that we've become better friends. Yeah, too, well, though, we've also done like 10 shows together, now together since that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening to another edition of Candlelight Singles Only <laughs> Podcast. I got to take a picture of this so people can see what we, we dealt with with this lighting. But uh, And thank you all for listening. I want to tell you about a podcast called Behind the Bits Podcast with Scott Curtis, my friend. I've done the podcast. It's every week. Scott Curtis talks serious with comedians and folks in the comedy business about the craft. You'll learn about why they got on stage for the first time, about their writing process, as well as how to get booked and unique self-promotion tricks that worked and those that didn't. He talks about these subjects and many more every episode. Uh, Behind the Bits won the Discover Pods Award for Best Interview Style Podcast in 2020 and been heard in 28 countries. So check it out. Um, He's talked to legends who paved the way, new sensations, and everyone in between. That everyone in between, that's me. Um, Check it out. Check out my episode, uh, Behind the Bits podcast. Uh, Whether you're a new comedian, working comedian, or a comedian nerd, you'll find something valuable for Behind the Bits. It's all on all the apps, thebtbpc.com as well. Check it out. Scott Curtis, Behind the Bits Podcast. You're welcome. I'm still